Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little week six instant reaction as the Sunday night game is still going on right now. We're getting down in the fourth quarter. Jeff, this is an interesting one for us, I would say. Yeah, this is my nightmare. It's coming true already in the season. So I'm playing Craig in my main league, and I had a hefty lead. I thought it was wrapped up. And this is why I hate kickers right now, because this kicker has 17 points. And I and I have Watkins going, and he's he, now he is officially up by what, point three? Oh my gosh. If I lose because of a freaking kicker. Yeah, I came into this quite, <laughs> quite, I was on what, 16 or I don't even know what it was exactly. And thought there's no chance. Just Sammy Watkins versus Harrison Bucker needed a bunch of points. And so far I'm up point three. So we got to see how this last 540 something here plays out. So yeah, if we seem distracted at times, maybe that's why. <clears throat> My, my eyes are glued to the TV as well. But we're going to talk about some of the other good games that went on today. Um, the other good performances, some bad ones. At least right now, I guess, New England has the ball, so they score. Maybe. But oh, it's going to be interesting when uh, Kansas City starts moving down the field, right? <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pay attention to right. what I'm talking about. We'll, we'll just knock out some good performances here quick. How about... Some of the ones at the top are no surprise. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon. I ranked them 1-2 this week. I think you did too. And yeah. they're 1-2 for the week. Surprise, surprise. For now, I mean, Kareem Hunt's still out there. He could do something. He's had a big game. 80 yards rushing, 105 receiving, and a touchdown receiving so far. He just loves playing at New England, it looks like. That's killing it. Yeah, him him and Michelle, both, both backs in this game have been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's like... What, well, a couple weeks ago, I think we kind of said Michelle's a top 10 back going going forward throughout the year, and I think that's coming true. It's it's definitely happening. I don't see that changing. They're using him. They're running with him 21 times so far tonight. So he's easy, easy, you know, top 10 guy for us, I think, the rest of the year. And then uh, James Conner, another good game from him. And now it remains to be seen, is this the last one, though? Because by week, I think next week, Bell might be back week eight. What's the rumor? Have Nothing else has come of that since. So if it is the last one that he's the the clear guy there, it's, it was a pretty good run. Especially these two weeks. You traded for him two weeks ago, and you got some two <laughs> massive games from him. Yeah, 30 and 25 in standard. I am not going to uh, <laughs> I'm be very happy with that no matter what. Latavius Murray, I was kind of surprised at that. Didn't I mean just because Cook was out, I didn't even think it mattered because we'd seen Cook out a couple times and Murray has done nothing. Then he turns in 155 yards and a touchdown. Just did not expect that at all. And I don't really think it means much going forward as long as Cook is healthy. I mean, who knows what that Minnesota offense is going to do, except for Adam Thielen. Yeah, man, is that guy consistent or what? What is? How many games now? Is it the first six games he has over 800 yards? I think he was, what, one game away from tying the record all time? Yeah, from Charlie Hennigan way back in, way back when. He had seven straight. 
But Thielen just keeps getting done. Nothing for Diggs today. Three for 33. And I'm, I'm going to be wrong on this. Thielen is better than Diggs. So. Oh, that's pretty early for you to admit that. I, I thought you would hold out a couple more weeks. I mean, at least fantasy wise right now. I mean, Thielen's better. He's better. He just is. Cousins is throwing him the ball. It's just, he was the better play this year. Diggs is a great player, but you don't see Thielen doing a three for 33. No, no, you do not. Um, speaking of, uh, dude, how many games can Julio be relevant without scoring a touchdown? He's great. He, he's so, he's amazing. He really is. He just can't score a touchdown. It's crazy. 10 receptions, 143 yards. Can't get in the end zone. It's unbelievable. You know, we, we said it as kind of a joke almost, but, you know, talking about just history of how, how he actually scored touchdowns, how he's usually lower than the primetime wide receivers. And it holds holds true. I, I don't quite understand it. Yeah, he's he's great. He just doesn't score. It's the weirdest thing, and I don't know. It's going to have to change, you would think, at some point, but maybe not. It just keeps happening. So it's, it's just a weird, weird thing. He has some other good game. I mean, Zeke had a good game like he, you expect. Alex Collins had a good game fantasy-wise this time around. Still only 19 carries for 54 yards, but he got the two touchdowns. Yeah, well, that that's a huge difference, though. I mean, finally they gave it to him, uh, you know, around the around the goal line compared to Buck Allen. And we said if that happens, he's going to be relevant. But we'll see if that continues or if that trend was just you know, you know, flow of the game type stuff, and they use Buck Allen again. And then Peyton Barber, had, he's done nothing all year. And then he goes and the, I, I, I'm sitting him now. He's done for me, and he puts up 16.6 in standard. Don't guess. It's just just playing Atlanta. Atlanta's bad overall offensively. But Ronald Jones wasn't a part of the game at all, which I thought might happen coming out of the bye, starting to see him a little more. But no, didn't happen. Still Peyton Barber's team. I don't know if that means anything good. He <laughs> doesn't really excite me, but I don't know. If you're, especially in these bye weeks, I guess Peyton Barber is a play. And in bye weeks, I mean, what yeah, you, I so mean I the running back <laughs> position isn't great. I mean, shoot, I guess you could play Frank Gore over him. Ooh, 101 yards on the ground today. Yeah, no, I mean, you could. Oh, hold on, is that Watkins? How many yards did he get? Three. We're tied. Throw to Watkins, and he got, dude, I am. <laughs> it's 116, 116 oh, now. Yep, it's a, ooh, that looked closer to four, but they gave him three. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just look for the stat correction. In, oh, they're not even, they can't get a field goal. They're down four. My only hope is no more. <laughs> just less than less than less oh, than ten Watkins point. yards, and I get the the extra point. All right. <laughs> Be wa- oh. Okay, oh man. Stop. This, <laughs> All right. right. So this is rough. Who, who, <laughs> who else kind of uh, surprised you this week? Albert Wilson. How about that? Six for one fifty-five and two touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. This guy is someone that we should really talk about now. He, he's had some good games. And when they really needed him, they went to him in this game. I was watching the, uh, you know, the second half of it. And this guy is incredibly quick, very fast, good in the open field. They don't have that many weapons there in Miami that they can count on. Would you think that this is a guy they're going to go out and get because you think they're going to start, you know, game planning more for him? I guess I need to see more from him to do anything with it. But so you're not ready, not ready to say, hey, this is a guy to grab. Not quite. But he's he's interesting. I'll say that. If he has one more game like this, it might be too late to get him. I guess. But 
he said, what, three double-digit games in standard because of these four touchdowns on the year now in six games is pretty solid. And Devontae Parker's not coming around anytime soon, it looks like. Yeah, no, the more the more I was watching it, the more I kept thinking, I think this is his coming out party. I think this is the game that everyone's going to try to get him because there's not really that many waivers. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I, I think he'll be up and down. I don't think he's going to be like a, a stud in week in, week out. But I definitely think that this is a, a guy I want to watch, and I think you have to get him now. But we can go over that in the waiver episode. If but. this holds, I think that Watkins three yard catch could get you the win, Jeff, because you're actually at one sixteen point zero four. I'm one sixteen point zero two. Oh, the worst way to lose. That would God, be a three yard. The three yard catch yeah, might have done it. That'd be brutal for you. I, I know that this is probably boring for our listeners, so I apologize. But I do have to say, this would be a oh, Gronk. Go down, buddy. Go down and bounce. But this is actually really huge because I am sitting five and and oh. Craig has had some bad luck. <laughs> he is two and three, which I fully expect to see him in the playoffs still. But if he loses to me right here, it is a long road home. And I'm really hoping that he decides to give up and just sell his team to set himself up for next year. Would you do that? After this loss, or you need another uh, depends one? Depends on the division right now. Depends on the other. My division mates who are ahead of me might be losing too. So very possible that I'm still only one game back yeah. of playoffs. Very true. And you know, with the best kicker in the league, why would you? Why would you sell off? This is rough. <laughs> if I lose by point zero two because of a three yard Sammy Watkins catch, man. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Some other good wide receivers. Tyrell Williams. Yeah, we should three big catches, <laughs> two of them for touchdowns. So we had three for one eighteen. Only four targets though. Not going to read too much into this. He's His three catches is pretty much standard no, for him. I, well, I think it's kind of funny because the top three performers as far as wide receivers go, Albert Wilson, Tyrell Williams. Beasley's a little more interesting. Like, none of them I – interesting, but none of them that I, I, I truly trust or care about. The fact that they all put up over 20 points was pretty incredible. Yeah, those aren't the guys you expect to see up there at all. But, I mean, Be- Beasley's always been a guy who gets targets. He just hasn't done much else with it. Tyrell Williams is just what this is so far this season out of six games. He's caught three, three catches and four of the games and two in the other two. So, yeah, I, I know some <laughs> people are going to be picking him up, but I don't really know if there's much there yet. Maybe some big plays, but not going to continue forever. Tyler Boyd, though, seven catches, 62 yards, but got two touchdowns this week. Comes through again. I mean, he looks yeah, very, continues very to good be a good option for people this year. I mean, we said Julio, Juju Smith-Schuster, seven for one eleven, no touchdowns, but that's you know pretty solid. Good to see him bounce back after two relatively, you know, poor games on for his standards the way he started the year. So now he's four hundred yard games on the year. That's still ridiculously good, really is. Very, yeah, very. Good. Antonio Brown did well because of that one touchdown. Other than that, though, if it wasn't for that big touchdown at the end there, it would have been another, you know, kind of poor game. But he makes it work, and he has what. Six touchdowns on the year. So even if he's not getting the yards, yeah, touchdowns I mean, I are there. La- I kind of la- I kind of laugh because it it felt like Antonio Brown was having this really down year, and then you look at it. I mean, he was ranked what seventh wide receiver. He, you know, he did. He had five touchdowns before going into this game. Uh, he, he's still he's that good that when he's feels like he's having a down year, he's still in the top ten. He's he's great. He's going to be even though Smith Schuster might have more yards on him than on the year, but. Doesn't matter. Brown's great. Okay, Taylor. Yeah, they'll, they'll keep getting him involved more. <laughs> Taylor Gabriel here, five for one ten. This follows up 
before the bye week, he had seven for 104 and two touchdowns. And he continued. This funny thing is this game actually probably had the least amount of targets he's had. He only had five targets. He just caught them all. But he continues to be involved. He is really interesting player. I I was talking about picking him up, you know, two weeks ago. And a lot of people, he's still only owning 32% of leagues. But I think he's extremely involved in this Bears offense and is going to continue to be. Yeah, I 100% agree. <clears throat> I mean, I grew with you then and I agree. Uh, okay. And they kicked the field goal. Um, I agree with you now. <laughs> and uh, the fact that his receptions don't dip. I mean, really, four was his lowest, seven was his highest. But now he's actually, the last two games he's played, he's had over 100 yards. And the catches he is making are very, very good. I mean, he's not a tall wide receiver, but he's he's figuring out ways to, you know, create distance between him and the defender, especially at the, you know, for more of a jump ball. It's, these aren't just wide open catches. So I think he's going to continue to do well. And Trubisky has outperformed my expectation of him. And I think if that continues, which won't always be the case, I think that Taylor Gabriel is a, a safe floor. And I think that, we're starting to see that he could be uh, have some really prime time games, especially the game before he had two touchdowns, 104 yards. This game, 110. Then how about some? I don't know some quarterbacks. Just talk quick. Jameis looked really good for the most part. We knew he'd have a good game against Atlanta. <clears throat> we ranked him up there, and he he delivered. So you know, pretty solid. Other than that, it was kind of the top is just. Ugly. If you look at the, I mean, the scoring's good. It's just a weird list. Jameis, Dax number two, then Matt Ryan, but Trubisky, and then Brock Osweiler, fifth best quarterback on the week. <laughs> that is my favorite by far. Uh, Brock, Brock Osweiler was the the goat of every game, and I don't use. I mean, uh, that was the worst word to use because no, not greatest of all time. But he 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 was just the butt of every joke when he was playing for for Houston and. He comes out and he actually gets the the win and 32 fantasy points in standard. Uh, 380 yards against Chicago, whose defense is crazy good. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. I um, I, I don't know where it came from. I that That's one reason if I lose today is because of Bears defense. Should have should have dominated Brock Osweiler. Come on. Got me two points. Oh, shit. Oh, there we go. There we go, Jeff. <sighs> He's going to kick the extra point. I'm going to lose this thing. If, yeah. If you're listening right now, what just happened was the Tyreek Hill 75-yard touchdown reception. <laughs> and Bucker's about to hopefully make this extra point, please. <laughs> please. But, oh, man, Jeff, this is something, huh? <clears throat> this is, yeah, this is pretty So, brutal. I guess we should put uh, Tyreek Hill now at the top of the list for wide receivers. Talk about him quick. Game's still going on, but now he's the number one on the week. He just passed Albert Wilson and all those guys. Seven for 142, three touchdowns so far. Yeah, and th- this is what he's going to do. I mean, he- he's an incredibly talented player, um, but he will be up and down. Uh, nothing that's going to kill you by any means. I mean, you know, I think week four at, at Denver uh, is a perfect example. He had nine catches for 54 yards, and then, uh, but he's bookending it right now with two to three touchdown games over 100 yards uh, i mean up and down but man when he hits he is incredible and jeff it's actually giving me a little bit of slight miracle hope for monday night against you in the dynasty league we're in as well with tyree kill right there 
I mean, that one's way. still that's a, that's a that's a bit of a stretch, but hey. Okay, it would have been better if we'll talk about some of the bad performances. One of the I had on my team, Deshaun Watson, just nothing today. Did nothing. He had what seven point three points against Buffalo. Freaking Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> I can't figure no, him out. They I mean Buffalo almost got the win. They did lose there. But I just don't know what Buffalo you would you would think that they're, they're he's gonna be good against Buffalo, but I guess not. Buffalo's actually been pretty decent, especially these last four weeks now against quarterbacks, so it's definitely not a sure thing start against Buffalo. I mean, a quarterback, you're going to start him if it's one of your top guys, but it's not a it's not a gimme, that's for sure, like it was. Now, Marcus Mariota, just terrible again. If you somehow had Marcus Mariota on your team, please don't anymore. Please don't. He's been yeah, really, he, he's not really bad. Out. Jared Goff, how about that one, Jeff? The only reason we're even oh, sitting yeah. here sweating out this game. Yeah, I wish I would have put in Wentz. I thought that Goff was going to have a better performance. He had, you know, Coats and Cup. They still got the win, but um, it was his first game that uh, wasn't very good. No, it just it, – it, it wasn't, and, you know, it's fine. They win. You know, Gurley does well. That's, that's what it was. It was a Gurley game. I mean, so, not going to – but that shows how Goff isn't this – you know, sure thing, number one, like he started trending that way. He's just not there yet. He's, you know, he's getting close, but not all the way there. Then, I don't know, tight end wise, no big time performances this week, except Ebron gets another touchdown. Yeah, he got another touchdown. Hooper actually looked good. Hooper's again. becoming a guy, another a, a top 10 guy now. Yeah, and I know it's Tampa Bay, so take it with a grain of salt, but another nine catch game. For a tight end, two in a row where you have nine catches is, I mean, I don't know. That That's pretty extraordinary. You don't think of anyone catching that many balls unless you're, you know, Gronk or or maybe, I don't even know, Ertz. I mean, those are really the two. Well, it's nice to see, like, probably our two favorite tight ends, O.J. Howard, David Njoku, both get touchdowns. Howard coming back yeah. from an injury and gets right back into it, gets the touchdown right away. I, I love seeing that because I was kind of worried coming back from injury. Now he's going to have to play with Winston. Uh, I, I really liked what I saw there. I think he, he returns to a every week play. I mean, he, he's a top 10 guy in there. If you look at his stats, I mean, you know, five points, 15, seven, obviously uh, hurt by, and then 12. So he, he's definitely firmly in that always start category, I would say. Well, and then Najoku, 12 targets today. And again, he finally got the touchdown, so his his numbers keep going up and up and up every week. I'm happy I stuck with him. Yeah, trending up. I mean, really, as as much as you possibly can. I think Baker came in and it was uh, five receptions, six, and now seven. Well, because now if you look at everyone else around the list, I mean, the top list right now, it's Austin Hooper, Eric Ebron, O.J. Howard, Chris Herndon from the, the Jets, the rookie, Najoku, Nick, or- Nick O'Leary from Miami, then Vernon Davis. Then you get Zach Ertz, Trey Burton. It's, it's an interesting list. Say that. All over the place. A tight end is incredibly difficult to uh, predict. I mean, it really does come down to who catches a touchdown, who doesn't. Um, but how about Greg Olson actually coming back from his fractured foot? Feels like looking okay, like looking okay. Four catches for 48 yards. Obviously nothing to write home about, but it's really good to see him out there. And then it didn't look like he had any setbacks. So that, that could be huge for some teams. Yeah, he came back a lot quicker than any of us thought. 
That's for sure. I didn't think he was going to be back anytime soon, but yeah, it's nice to see. But other than that, I don't have much else. I can't really concentrate right now. <clears throat> no, me either. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was just saying, the, it, the, the players weren't that crazy. I mean, uh, but the games, the games themselves, I was really surprised about. I mean, can, can we just talk about what in the world happened? How in the world did Dallas take it, you know, to, to Jacksonville the way they okay. did? Okay. This is why you don't go crazy and buy a defense to start the year. You know, people are spending money in an auction, drafting Jacksonville way too early. You don't know week year to year if it's going to be the same thing. And Jacksonville's defense isn't the same thing this year. That's for sure. Looking at this, the 40 points to a, a you know, a relatively weak Dallas offense. That's, that's crazy. I don't know what's going on with Jacksonville. I know I think part of it is Blake Bortles just is not a good quarterback. So he brings the rest of the team down. <laughs> they need four net back. Yeah, they really do. They have to lean on that, that run game. Yeah. Cause that's just, that's something I did not expect to see. At all. 40 to 7. 40 to 7. That's just, I don't even know how you explain that. I mean, but I guess you look no, at. Especially with no passing game. Yeah, that's the thing. You look at Jacksonville. You think they should be really good. But then, yeah, you look at that offense. It's just, there's nobody there right now and Fournette, Fournette's not there. It's just not great. So, that's just what it is. It's not good. They need Fournette. But it sounds like it's not going to be for a few more weeks yet. I don't know if they can wait that long. It's ugly. Yeah, I. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very, very ugly. I mean, on top of that, is there anything else that kind of surprised you about this week? You know, not, not a lot. I mean, disappointed. Okay, Mike Evans not doing anything against Atlanta. That was a disappointment. <clears throat> yeah, that that was surprising. I mean, everyone was catching the ball. I don't know if Winston was angry at him or what. I thought, man, yeah, I, it's weird. I just thought for sure this would be the big game. I mean, Mike Evans, this is he's kind of he's been up and down. He's not. I want him to be up at this, you know, the top level of the wide receivers. But right now, it's like him, him and Beckham both get to have some poor weeks. They're not. I mean, no one, I guess, is ever is there every time except Adam Thielen right now. I guess that's there's just not that guy every single week right now. Antonio Brown because he hasn't even been that for the most part. He has, but it's not not as great as it used to be. So is New England just going to run out this clock, kick a field goal, and give me the win? <clears throat> yeah, that's why I'm so quiet. Gronk just caught a long pass. They're going to kick the freaking field goal. I'm going to lose by one point. This is some horse. The only disappointing part about this is I, I have a, I have New England minus three and a half tonight. I wanted the touchdown. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't even care. There's a silver lining. I do have KC, but I do not care. Oh, that would have been so, oh, that been so beautiful. This is, uh, this is something, Jeff. Yeah. So if, uh, if any of you guys out there listening have a, have a rough beat, I wouldn't even say bad beat. It's not like, uh, anything poor went, but if you have anything like that, you want to send in a story, have us read it. If it was pretty, uh, pretty heart wrenching, I will, uh, I'll commiserate and I'll read it out for you. Oh, uh, I'm just a little nervous, actually. I don't know. I, I'm waiting for a block field goal, missed. Ki- oh, man. A lot of things could happen here. Could just all be bad. But all right. I think that's going to do it for the week six. Review a little bit different this time around. It's hard, and that's why fantasy football is so great, though, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, it is a cruel miss. Hey, I need this. I need to go three and three. Keep myself in this thing. So, yeah. Hopefully, it all goes well here at the very end. I sure hope so. But that'll be it. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow when we go over waiver wires. Talk to you then.